What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film, where we dissect your favorite films, film franchises, and TV. Today, on episode 66 of the podcast, we are talking about the final film in the Terminator franchise, 2019's Terminator Dark Fate. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me, we're missing somebody today. We are missing somebody today. Uh, we have one half of DNA Gaming. Got Dan over there. Dan. That is me. I is here. This I'm like the sickness 60%. has invaded the 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 home over there, so it took one of our co-hosts down for the count. She will yep. be back stronger than ever, and we can't wait Indeed. to have you back for the That's next the episode. So, Dan, we're talking about the fi- we're finally finishing this goddamn franchise. <laughs> Was it that bad for you? No, rough? no, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm kind of terminated out, you know, after it's, we're, we're six films in, I'm like, all right, I, I love the theme of this goddamn series, but damn, I need a break from the, duh, 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 duh. it's going to live it. I, it's, I'm just going to hear it all the time. Yeah, it's, you are. It just lives Forever. in my brain. Forever. Uh, so term, words, Terminator, Dark Fate. Uh, this movie came out in October. October 23rd, 2019 in Europe, and November 1st, 2019 in the rest of the world. Uh, this was directed by Tim Miller. Tim Miller, well known for his uh, blockbuster Deadpool. Oh. That was his oh, directorial oh. debut. Uh, but Tim Miller is uh, he's big in special effects. That's where he kind of uh, came out of. He uh, co-founded Blur Studios. I don't know if you've ever heard of Blur Studios. They do. They've done a lot of stuff with video games. Like uh, I think they've done a lot of stuff with like the re- a lot of remakes. No, I'm um, not too familiar with that studio. This jump out at me. So yeah, I mean he. So Blur. Let me let me look up Blur Studios real quick. So yeah, yeah they yeah. they've done stuff for the Arkham series. Uh, they did a lot of the. They do a lot of trailers for video games. So a lot okay. of the, so any any like those really. Th- theatrical looking trailers that you would see yeah. for video games yeah. um you know that aren't the game itself um yeah was probably done by blur but yeah i mean terminator dark fate was only his second film and really hasn't mm-hmm. done much in the film side of things uh since since this movie came out uh because this movie didn't do so well at the box office was he shunned i don't i don't know so he went on to do um Love, Death, and Robots, which is a show on mm-hmm. Netflix, which is very yes, VFX heavy. Uh, he's won a, he won an Emmy for it. He's the cre- I think he was the creator uh, for that show. So, I mean, he's got stuff going on. He's also the executive producer and kind of the the spearhead behind the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. What? Oh, yeah, so yeah, I see that. He, yeah, he's you know, he's still he's still stuff. doing a lot of stuff. Uh, okay. But like, he huge success with Deadpool. Unfortunately, uh, creative differences let didn't lead him to doing Deadpool two. So he was brought on by James Cameron to direct the newest Terminator because the rights to the Terminator franchise went back to good old James Cameron. So everybody was like, yeah, James yeah. Cameron's got the rights, right? This should be great. And to be honest, yeah. this movie's not that bad. Like i I thought it was I thought it was a good time. I I think this is a better beginning to end film than Terminator Genesis was or Genesis as the smart people would say. 
just a better overall balance. Yeah, I think from so beginning then, I think it just it 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 just I didn't feel like super let down by the ending uh, as I did with Genesis. Um, mm. But I don't know. I, I don't know if you you would agree with that. But um, but guess who wrote this? Uh, Talked uh, about him, Goyer. Goyer. Yes. So yeah, now he only goes by David Goyer. From according yeah. to the credits, he doesn't go by David S. Goyer. He needed to. He he just he took his uh, he took his pencil. He erased the S, and now he just goes by David Goyer because he's like, I want to make sure people don't confuse me with David S. Goyer, who wrote and directed Blade Trinity. Just gonna forget that. I like to. <laughs> David David Goyer has written a lot of fantastic films in the last like 25 years so i'm not gonna fault him completely on how that a yeah. uh, uh, not so well received movie but yeah well, but he did, he did do dawn of justice too so i think most of that's Zack snyder though i think Zack probably. snyder was probably like the number one guy for that um probably i mean if uh, we've talked i mean i think i've mentioned uh army of the dead maybe in in passing but the, that's yeah. a that's a movie that is Zack Snyder just smeared all over it, and you're like, okay. Yeah. And listen, yeah. I like Zack Snyder. I like Zack Snyder, and I can I, I one of my favorite movies of all time is a Zack Snyder movie. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything too bad about Zack Snyder. But he's got some he's got some movies that aren't so great. Got some quirks. Yeah. But a lot of people wrote this movie, and I think that is a big problem. Uh, when it too comes to the pot. yes, there's just too many people yeah. and it just turns it like, like I said before, I had more, I had fun watching this movie. I don't think it's a bad movie, but it's also a forgettable movie. Like I feel this is a very forgettable Terminator movie, like Terminator, the Terminator and Terminator Two judgment day are so iconic and you will always remember things that happen in that movie or in those movies. They're just ingrained in your memory, even if you've only seen them once. This is a movie where you're like, hey, what happened? You're like, uh, the Terminator was chasing someone. Things happened, and then it ended. Like, that's, like, it's so, for, MO, huh? they're, they're kind of forgettable, if you think about it. From, from Terminator 3 to Terminator Dark Fate, they're kind of just forgettable. They're forgettable movies. I think Salvation is the only one that I, I have fonder memories of and even after You're doing the rewatch a few years ago yeah and even even after doing the rewatch a few years ago it it still felt good but like yeah, i said good. i don't dislike this movie i just it's a forgettable movie in the end this okay. movie budgeted between 185 and 196 million dollars uh it grossed 261 million dollars and people are like Oof, oh that. well it made it's budgeted more Woo-ha, wait up wait wait uh, they spent eighty to a hundred million dollars on marketing, so this lost o- over or maybe a little under a hundred million dollars, making it one of the biggest box office flops of all time. So that's why we uh, we're probably not going to be getting a Terminator movie for quite a while, uh, and Good. or anything to do Good. with any with this movie or anything prior to that, because I think this was kind of James Cameron came back. He had the rights. He helped write this movie. He was a big part of it. He brought Linda Hamilton back. You know, they brought the original Sarah Connor. You bring Arnold back. You think you have it down pat. You're like, 
I mean, Gen- Gen- Genesis made $460 million. Why, why this easily this movie? could have made $500, $600 million, right? With those names attached? Yeah, of course. No. It's because I think people saw Genesis and they were just like, I, I think I'm done. I think I'm done with this franchise. <laughs> I, that, that's the problem is if you, when you're five movies in and your movie is panned by not just critics, but audiences, they don't care what you're giving them for another movie. They really don't. No. <laughs> they just True. don't care. Because this is a better movie than Genesis. I think it is. But hey, just the way Hollywood works. That's true, man. So like I said, this movie stars Linda Hamilton. She's back as Sarah Connor. We got Arnold back. Uh, we got Mackenzie Davis. She's the new protector. She's a guy. I don't know if, if you want to consider her the new Kyle Reese or is she. Yeah, you. I kind of put her in the same category as Kyle Reese, right? Yeah, yeah. Except for the fact she's that like, she's she is the Kyle Reese of this. Ex- yeah, she she's not like Kyle Reese wasn't this like like this character, but it's the same yeah, idea. It's a little different. It's like I a know. blend of Arnie from the second and Kyle Reese from the first. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I could I could go with that. Uh, Natalia Reyes, she's our new Sarah Connor, I guess. I get if if you look at it, or or John Connor, it's kind of like a split, you know. Yep. Yeah, uh, Gabriel yeah. Luna is our new Terminator. He's the the Rev Nine. You like him? Yeah, I do like him actually. So he's uh, so he played a. A good version of Ghost Rider in Agents of this. Shield, and I remember seeing the trailer for this movie. And when I saw him, I I, w- I think I was literally when this came out. I'm trying to think of like what season Shield was that. I think it was pretty close to when he made his appearance on Agents mm-hmm. of Shield as Ghost Rider. And I was like, oh, this should be good because I like, you know, his performance in uh, Agents of Shield. So this should be pretty good. I didn't see this in theaters, though. I waited until it was on, I think, like Amazon Prime had dropped it because I just call. I just didn't call. have faith in it. Like, I literally just bought the Blu-ray not that long ago, <laughs> like maybe a few weeks ago, just so I could watch it. And then Am- HBO Max went, hey, we're going to put them all on HBO Max. And I went, you son of a bitch. Where's my $18 that I used to buy this stupid movie? That's right. It just changed the title to Terminator. No faith. Or Faith No More, and then that band will just play the whole fucking time. Uh, yep. God, that song. What, Epic or whatever? God, I fucking hate that song. God. Somebody's like, I love Epic. Did oh, like, I no. think Atreyu did a re, uh, did a, a cover of that. They did, and I can't stand. Yeah. It's one of my favorite <laughs> sorry. albums from, from Atreyu. But yeah, I, I'm not a big fan mm. of that song either. What album? Uh, Lead Sales Paper Acres. Really? I think so. Interesting. I mean, it's been a long time. That album came out in like 2007. It did. It was a long time ago. Uh, Music was done by Tom Holkenberg. Holkenborg, better known as Junkie XL. (laughs) He did did some mixes with Hans Zimmer on Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Man of Steel. But he is, yeah, he loves working. He works with Zack Snyder a couple times. Uh, he did Zack Snyder's Justice League, Divergent, Mad Max Fury Road, mm-hmm. which is a great movie. Divergent Deadpool. Show didn't take off. Holy Christ! Yeah, I never, I, 
nothing drew me into that series at all. No surprise. Uh, Deadpool. Which I like the music of that, but most of it's just other just people's songs that he probably just added some mix to. I don't know. Alita Battle Angel. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Scoob. Did he do that, the first Sonic or the second one? The first one. Well, the very, kudos to him. Kudos to him for putting the actual video game remix in it. Fuck the dude who did the music on the second one and didn't do that. Yeah, what? Like, why? Why? It's so good. We want to hear that iconic. Exactly. Music. Yeah, please. At least once, not a one. Even the even the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1993. At least put a. You at least hear it a little bit. No, yep. yep. you hear it as a ringtone in the second movie. That was one of my big gripes. Ah, uh, I hate when they do that. He did the music for Scoob, the very forgettable Scooby-Doo movie that came out last year. I think I've, I think both times that I've tried to watch that movie, I've fallen asleep. <laughs> Just, I can't get into it. I don't know what's going on. It's Scooby-Doo. I should be so happy about that. And both times I've passed out. There you go, guys. It's never going to be on the podcast. <laughs> so for all I, you I, I can't lovers, make it through is, it. Sorry, everybody. Well, it'll be like a 15 minute podcast. Like this is as far as we got. <laughs> You need to write in and tell us how the movie was. Right. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong. I, okay. I can't even. Sure. And Army Godzilla. of the Dead, which is, uh, I just mentioned that movie. Got that Snyder stank. That's the one yeah, you're talking he, about. Yeah, he likes, he, likes he likes hanging out with Snyder. So, Dan, what are your yes. thoughts on Terminator Dark Fate? Before I do that, I need to get something off my chest. All right. I've been thinking about this. Angel's not going to hear this. She'll have to listen to it later. I've been thinking about this for a while, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I need to air this out, right? So everybody knows I'm at this weird state of possibly getting sick, so I need to get this off so everybody's like, oh, there's the Dan we know. But anyway, so I may have mentioned this podcast before, but I've had ideas for certain properties. Don't take these. These are all patent pending, like ideas I was thinking about. And this hit me, and I was like, I need to talk about this on the podcast because it's got nothing to do with the podcast. It just lets you go, nothing to do with Terminator. <laughs> so I mentioned before that I do. if I ever made an adult movie, I wanted to make an adult movie when cloning is perfected, cloning technology. She knows this. This is not the <laughs> joke. And called Doppelgangbanger, right? But I had a better idea. I had a better idea. Hold on. That one's still mine. Don't you fucking take it. Nobody. So if cloning exists while I'm alive and somebody oh. makes that movie, I'm fucking suing you. But anyway, you heard uh, and I'll use this, I'll cite this podcast <laughs> 80 years from now when I'm somehow still alive. Anyway, um, I want to make a website, an adult website, because this is what I do. Okay. I want it to be themed. I want to have a theme around. <laughs> I want to have it themed around Bukaki. Right? Hello. Hold on. I'm not done. But it needs to have a sub theme of larger people, like overweight people. And I want to name it Biscuits and Gravy. I got it. I got it. Do you not know what Bukaki is? Do we need to have this explanation? I, I, it's I where you jizz on people. It's where like people uh, just get covered with like, yeah, so biscuits okay. and gravy. So anyway, that was it. That's all I had to get off my head, my my chest. I just needed to say it because it just it just oh, hit me the other day. Lord. A week right. ago, I made a note in my phone. But anyway, talk about the movie. All right. Well, so, no, it's you have to talk about the movie. I, I no, asked, no, that's what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm memorizing. Was that what you myself. thought about this movie? Is just you just literally were like, I just yeah, just no. You came I thought up with of this movie porn. Oh, go ahead. 
No, 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 no. This was just, I just wanted to talk about it on the podcast because it's what I do. And it's Terminator. That's what we, really, it doesn't have to be Terminator. It's just what we talk about. It's what I right, talk about. Right, right. But anyway, I, I, I couldn't think, because I noticed we don't do this on this podcast anymore. And I'm totally fine with it because I don't have to keep up with it. But like, I was thinking of a list of all the Terminator movies. And I couldn't, I like, these two are like interchangeable for me. What do you mean? So like, doing like a ranking? Yeah, we haven't done it like since Batman. I I figured since this is the last Terminator, we just do it at the end. Okay, then good. We'll talk about it later. And Angela's off screen, so you could just ask her what she thinks and then she could just tell you and then you tell me. That's fine. Or tell the audience. It's this movie is very interchangeable with the previous one. Mm -hmm. I do like certain things about the previous one. I enjoyed same with this movie, mm. uh, but I thought it was an it was an okay action movie. It's the same as I thought of the other one. Uh, it's it's I the rebooting of continuity is kind of annoying after a while. Actually, I wasn't a fan, a uh, very uh, big fan uh, fan of the ending of this movie. Some one part of the ending, um, but as far as the story, I, I like it being centered around different people. Mm-hmm. I like I like Danny's character. Uh, you know, I liked. Uh, Grace was fine. I like her as a new addition. Like I like it not just being Sarah Connor, Kyle Reese, John Connor. Like that's not or and and, and you know the, just those three people. Like right. I like it that there's more people that exist <laughs> that have some relevance that are not these three people. Yeah. And again, it's 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 them trying something somewhat different, but unfortunately, it also falls into the stigma that all the other movies have, except for. I would say salvation of it. Well, even salvation does it a little bit, but just retreading the first and second movie. Yeah. And and like, and that's, I hate that that's what this series has degenerated into. It's like, we have no original ideas. There's nothing we could possibly ever do with this franchise ever. So let's just keep copying the first two movies. Yeah. And I think that's why people are just like, they're just over it. They're just like, yeah, we've seen this. And this is coming from somebody that, Loves Godzilla movies, and let's be honest, there's not a lot of diversity in Godzilla films, even though I do like them. Um, but I'm not don't, don't dislike this movie. Like I said, I thought it was a very average movie. Um, some of the effects are pretty good. Uh, I, I still they cannot do a fucking T, a CGT 800 to save their fucking lives. I think their movement shit, and I you think they're like too the, bright. You like you didn't sh- like you didn't like the opening. That's a bright and shiny fucking T 800s. The like, ones oh, coming out of the water. I like the Normandy thing, but they don't move right. They yeah. look too. I, I saw that scene. I was like, that that looks like I actually liked that. I like it's nothing is worse than what we saw in the last one with those like just so overly bright and shiny T eight hundreds just staring at the screen. You're just like, oh, they were like that. Oh, and this one too because they like <laughs> yeah. came out and then like it's like chrome and the sun's like reflecting. I was like, yeah. why did you do that? Like, why are they yes make them stand out more? Like, way to go, Skynet. Or fucking Legion, whatever. Right. But I, I like the new Terminator uh, unit, the Rev Nine. I was trying to debate in my head, like, how could they do something different? They did a thought a very cool concept for something different for how the Rev Nine unit works. I like the yeah. guy Gabriel Luna. I, I thought he did a, a <laughs> great job playing the character. Yeah, I, I like his his broad range of interactions and I, I even his like facial expressions. And when he's running like after them and stuff, he looks like he's fucking running after somebody's going to fucking kill. Not like yeah. the lady from the third one. He's just having a jaunt. Like I just, I don't know. But uh, Linda, Linda Conrad was fun. Not Linda Conrad, Linda Hamilton, Sarah Connor. I don't know where Conrad came from. Don't mind me. I'm mixed. I'm looking at the IMDb. <laughs> fucking shit. So 
Linda Hamilton, I liked her. It's cool that she's back. Uh, Arnold, he's just doing the same shit he's done every other fucking movie for the most part. Um, he's fine. I Arnold's liked fine. the direction they went with him in this one. I feel this one, this this version of the Terminator that he is is vastly different than what we've seen in other movies. Like the fact that spoiler, he becomes more human. He's he's yeah. I got some on my screen or if that's on your side, whatever. Um, but yeah, he's that's like he, he becomes <laughs> <laughs> he becomes Carry more on. human, and he starts like the way that he speaks. He's not super robotic all the time. He seems a little more natural, but he still has that way about him. You can tell. Yeah, yeah. His name's Carl. His name is Carl. I I I liked him in this movie uh, more than I liked him in the prior one. I mean, I like him too because it's Arnold, but it just seems like let's just take the same character and put him in like a slightly more ridiculous situation. And I felt like the dude's Deadpool, the the director, his like work on Deadpool came through because there are some, there are some like more lighthearted moments, but they're Mm -hmm. more spaced out like they were in not Terminator Three. Yeah. Uh, like sal well not even salvation maybe, maybe. salvation and uh the other one genesis but yeah i just felt like there is some comedy and it lurks like when he's taught breaking down drapes yeah the drapery conversation yeah that was, was that was a little yeah i, I loved I like, it oh, but it, okay. I, it makes sense like drapes, to scare but character. uh my, my complaint was just how the ending played out but we'll talk to it later but i i i thought this was a serviceable film i thought it was a decent movie I can understand why Terminator people don't like it. It's just, again, taking the same shit and trying to do something different. Um, maybe people think it's culturally relevant woke, woke because woke. woke because it's very it relevant has... for uh, we're talking about this movie. And I don't remember the reception of this if people threw that around. But I'm just thinking, you know, uh, speaking of of that, you know, with you know, pray that just came out a few days ago. People are throwing that word around for that too. And it's just like, I I don't see it that way. Like I understand if you do, because I could see it. Like if I'm watching the movie, like, okay, I could get how people would, would interpret it that way. But I didn't, when I watched the movie, I, I just, I I had other things, but we'll talk about pray another time, but it just kind of reminded me of the same (laughs) thing. No, why not? Fuck this movie. Let's just talk about prayer. I'm just kidding. kidding. Uh, But yeah, because this would have been, when it came out, Trump era. So, you know, the wall thing. So that was like yeah. slightly like Mexican immigration and stuff. Yep. Uh, or just immigrants in general. But anyway, that's beside the point. But that was brought up. But I, it's not, I, I didn't think anything of it. It was just in the movie yeah. and it was a thing. So They're like, strong ladies? Go. No way. This is well, I mean, stupid. Woke. And you're like, oh, okay, get well, out of here. There. Well, I mean, L- Linda Hamilton... Karen makes sense and then grace makes sense because she's phys- she's augmented which surprising know. i'm shocked it took them that long to bring this into these movies having cybernetic modifications yeah but i yeah. liked i liked that and the fact yeah, that she knew she was that way like it wasn't like you've you see movies like in for instance salvation you know I, I like salvation a lot but the fact that like uh uh, uh sam worthington's character he's a terminator ultimately but he doesn't know. Yeah, that was the point, is not to know. I thought it was handled well. Yeah. 
But there are other movies that just do it all the time. Like I feel like there's so many movies out there. It's like something like they're they're enhanced or there's there's something like I never knew. Whoa! But the fact that like she shows up and they see that she's got that like filament under her skin, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Yeah, I'm all augmented." And it's like cool. We don't have to. We don't have to like dive too deep into it. Other than the fact that she volunteered to do this, that's how she is. Sometimes Sarah says shit to her. But uh, yeah, I like you can't blame her. So, oh, yeah, this specific. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about happens. like how she's like, you know, she like makes jokes when certain things happen because she is stronger and faster and all that. But she's yep. still human. That's my piece on the movie, which I liked. I I enjoyed it. I you know, this is like I said before, these uh, from Terminator three to Terminator to this Terminator. Uh, they're 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 just kind of forgettable. I think the only reason that I remember a lot of things that happened in Terminator Three was because I watched a lot as a kid, because it came out when I was probably like eleven or twelve. So like that movie was you know it was a Terminator movie, so I watched it a lot. And now as an adult, when I watch it, I don't think it's that good, so I probably won't watch it anymore. Um, I have I've only seen this. Tw- this was the second time I watched it. Same as Genesis, I only saw that a couple times and. Would I watch him again? If if it were between the two, I probably would choose this one just for the fact that I hated the ending of Genesis. I just I it, like I said last week, it was such a it started off really strong. I liked the ideas they were going in, but they just whoo, they just literally jumped off a cliff with no parachute and it just they unfortunately didn't make it. Um, this this movie is very paint by numbers, if you think about it, because like like you said, they they just take things that the Terminator and Terminator 2 did and they just kind of put a little bit of a they add a little bit of spice here there and everywhere and mm-hmm. they're like what hey remember remember the Terminator you know the T-800 he's he's you know he's got the exoskeleton he's really he's really strong blah blah, blah. and then remember in T2 they had a liquid Terminator what if we did those things and made them one and then we split them apart, and there's now two of them. You're like, what? Yeah, the like Re- it's the Rev Nine is so OP. It's yeah, unbelievable. Oh God, the Rev the Rev Nine <laughs> is like the close, like closest since like I don't know. He just felt like more imposing than like since like the first two Terminator movies, like the T one thousand and the T eight hundred from the first two. I, I, like I just feel like an indestructible, relentless yeah. force after them. I fucking love. Like again, Gabriel Luna. Give them up, give it up. And I like, that's why I was like, because this is like, all right, so they blend those two. But they're like, fuck Terminator 3, let's actually make this good. Yeah. And me and Andrew were debating how the technology would work. Since the liquid part can separate from the, the endoskeleton. And like, so you, like you said, there's two of them. Yeah. But like the endoskeleton, that's obviously the core control unit. So if you took that out, that would take care of the liquid one, right? I, I don't know. I wish we saw that. Yeah, I mean. But we didn't. Yeah. Um, I just think it's cool. I think it's neat. Yeah, and because Anakin. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. go ahead. I was gonna say this one can actually form complex machines. Yep. Because remember, it forms that gun. Yeah. It takes the bag and then turns it into the fu- yep. gun. So far more capable. Yeah. The 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 Rev Nine, and then we see a Rev Seven in a, in a, a future war scene. It's one oh of yeah. The tentacles. Yeah. 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 
that was cool. Like I, I oh, those very cool. The visuals, monsters. some of the vi- the most of the visuals in this movie look good. Uh, some of the visuals don't look good though. Um, a lot of fast movement. Uh, while the yeah. Rev Nine is in human form, yeah, doesn't look very good. There's some scenes in the factory where he's like, where he like jumps yeah, from the floor and yeah. does a thing up to the. I was like, ooh, ooh. I I watched a I watch um. If you want to watch something really cool on YouTube, uh, search Corridor Crew or Corridor Digital. Uh, they do their visual effects company, uh, but they do a lot of uh, like they watch other visual effects in movies and they kind of like, is it good? Is it bad? You know, they make oh, notes because okay. they're really I, I smart. Think I've heard of these. They do, yeah. and they talked about the scene in the factory where the Rev Nine jumps, Diego Luna's character jumps from you know the floor of the factory up to the balcony, and she's just like, whoa. <laughs> Yeah. It's just not smooth. It just looks too. Well, it's no. They say like, you know, it's like really obvious when everything's really smooth on CG, like CG characters. Like, yeah, there's, there's no, no way to it. There's no like when you look at a shirt, you see how there's like all the ripples on a shirt. There's nothing. It's all it's it's just like plain. Yeah. And that's kind of how not- like just I don't want to say bad. It's just like they didn't. It just wasn't as detailed as it should have been. Mm hmm. My problem is just when they're doing movement like that, it just feels like there's no weight to it. Like, it, oh, it's no. just, it just doesn't, it just, obviously that's a CG, so it's fake. It just, there's nothing to like make you feel realistic. Like my problem with the T-800s and some of the movies when they're CG, they just look like shit. Yeah. Like just floating pieces of stuff in the environment. I, I'm really surprised, especially since Cameron was back involved with this movie that at least that scene in the beginning, when you see the, the scene where the T-800s are storming the beach yeah. there. That would have been so cool to see some some practical T eight hundreds. It would have been oh. perfect. Like how like in twenty when this film this was filmed like twenty eighteen. This came out in twenty nineteen. So how I feel like it would have been. I'm gonna say it in quotes because I'm not. You know I don't. I I say easy, but it's definitely a lot harder uh, to make that more practical. That would have been really cool. And that's the only really time you see a T eight hundred. Is that scene yep. in the beginning, and then the only other one you see is Carl, but you don't see him as a full T eight hundred until the end, and then you don't really see him as that. So I don't know. I felt like I they do, could have gone uh, in a different direction with that. Yeah, I think. I just wonder how much of his involvement, like how much he was actually involved in this. So like I watched properly. a lot of the behind the scenes, and you never see him. Like you never see him in the behind the scenes when they're making the movie. Mm-hmm. So I think he was just there. Because I know, I mean, he's, I mean, he's busy making 17 Avatar movies, so he just, he's just like, listen, I, I'm on board, I'm going to help write this movie. I guess he was very involved with the writing, so he was in the writer's room helping write the script and get everything on, on board, and I think it was more just a communications thing between him and Tim Miller, and probably, probably. David Goyer, because David Goyer is, you know, a reliable person to have those communications with. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I like I said before, I didn't hate this movie. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was the only thing, man. I don't understand. Can you clarify how to like fix this? Maybe I watched this. I watched the regular Blu-ray because I don't have a 4K uh, player yet. But uh, why the fuck when people talk, it's like this. They're like whispering, but then the fucking action happens and my house shakes like an earthquake i don't know you what look at the it. fuck I've, is that oh movies do that i have no clue it's only we when i watch a, on blu-rays 
it's if I watch it on, let's say if I watched it on HBO Max, I can guarantee the the balance would have been there. There's got to be something. It's probably just my dumb ass not knowing. I don't know anything with that shit. I don't know either. I'm yeah, literally turning it up, and then yeah, I can hear them perfectly, and then a fucking action scene happens, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I do up. the same thing. Down, down, down. <laughs> Fuck. Son of a bitch. But yeah. You ready to talk about the plot? All Make right. it happen. So this movie opens uh, to an interview that we've already seen before because it's an interview mm-hmm. from Terminator 2 uh, where Sarah is talking to a Dr. Silverman. or Was it Silberman? I can't remember. I think it was Silberman. I Silberman, think. yeah. And uh, the other guy, the, some cops about Judgment Day and you know, how the machines are coming and all that. It's literally pulled straight from Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. We then get a voiceover from Sarah as we see, uh, we see the, like the water ro- washing up on the beach. We see a skull and I completely forgot about this scene. I'm like, Oh, what? Oh, I remember the scene after this. I don't remember the scene of the TA hunters marching the beach, mm. but she talks about how, she prevented Judgment Day, so it shows the T-800s marching the beach, but then it, fa- it kind of like cuts away. She's like, but that never happens. That future never happens. So it's now a nice, beautiful beach. And Sarah, well, not it's it's Sarah, but it's not it's not Linda Hamilton, I don't think. But it's actually, what did you think of this de-aging for, for I Sarah? I thought it did a pretty decent job for her and, and John. John. So I have no idea whether or not they have to like. I mean, I'm guaranteeing they have to ask permission to use likeness, uh, especially like because uh, Edward Furlong looks not much like he did in Terminator 2. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time since. I mean, when this movie came out was I mean, 1991 was Terminator 2. This was 2019. So what's that? 18 years? Twenty? No, 28 years. No. Yeah, 28 years. Yeah, what? 28 years. I know. Yeah, I was born in 1991. How old was I in 2019? 28. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Math is hard. <laughs> I don't need to worry about that nonsense. So, yeah. So, um, we get a scene where Sarah is talking about how, you know, they, they, beat, they beat Skynet. They stopped Judgment Day. But somehow another Terminator was sent. Was this so? My question is, was this Terminator sent? Right before it's it ended, like how long was he there? Was this Skynet's final attempt to? I'm just confused. We're going down. We're taking this fucker with us, kind of thing. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt about it. So a T800 shows up. It's Arnold again because I got every T800 is just modeled after Arnold. I want to know. I want to know like the origin of like was this who was this guy. Who was the guy they modeled the skin for the Meat T-800 slab. Yeah, who like who is he? Because he's always Arnold. And he goes up and just blasts John Connor. Just fucking blasts him in the chest. And then Sarah, of course, reacts. She tries to stop him. And uh, she gets tossed across this uh, cabana. And uh, John just gets blasted in the face. That's what I'm guessing happens. And uh, he yeah, just casually... Yeah, just casually walks out. His mission's complete. He walks away. Sarah grieves her son. John is dead. 
So, and this is 1998, by the way. Uh, A year after Skynet was destroyed or or Cyberdyne was destroyed because Terminator 2, I think, takes place in night. Terminator 2 took place in 97, right? No, I think it was 95. That's right. That's right. So this was three years after he stopped. That's weird, though. So it's three. I don't know, man. Yeah, I bitched about them fudging her death in Terminator 3. That's right. I'm just that, that's the thing is like I'm still like wondering like three years like that's what I'm so the future shit just confuses the, sh- the hell out of me this is three years after they stop Cyberdyne they just des- they destroy Cyberdyne which then destroys Skynet so how the fuck did Skynet send the Terminator back was the Terminator hanging out for three years was he already here before Cyberdyne was taken down because if Cyberdyne was taken down Skynet's gone meaning they can't send back more Terminators it makes no sense so where yep. did this fucking guy come from we don't ever find out. Nope. He does come back, though. <laughs> As, yep. Yes. He oh, does. Lord. So we get then our arrival of our protector and our terminator. And the first one, God damn, this is possibly the worst location for anyone to arrive from the future. Oh, God. Knock my book over. Um, Sorry, book. <laughs> see you later. I don't need you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this grace by the way the protector she just gets morphed underneath a bridge like it starts on the top but she's underneath it so when she her her little orb goes away she just fucking falls just yep. boom so i think she hits a part of the bridge doesn't she when she falls or some shit or is it when she hits the ground oh she get yeah she bounces off a couple things mm-hmm. and uh she you got these uh, these two uh, this couple they're you know uh, messing around over on their car and they notice this and like oh shit let's go let's go see what's going on and uh, she's butt ass naked because that's you know we all know how it works in the Terminator franchise you gotta be naked yep. um, you don't get to see much I mean you see her ass she's working out she's do- she uh, Mackenzie Davis who plays Grace she busted her ass to look the way she did in this movie she was ripped. Mm-hmm. she was very very strong and and she's very tall and she's just oh man she looked good she looked good uh but yeah she she beats the shit out of some cops oh yeah naked i'm like yep this makes it even more badass she's doing this yep. naked and uh i love it how like those people like helped her out and then she's like she does the thing where she puts her foot up against the guy's foot and she's like i'm gonna take those <laughs> Just takes yeah. the dude's clothes. Like, what the fuck, man? I helped you. You, you, you <laughs> thought you it was implied. You're thinking like, oh, it's gonna yeah. take. The, she's gonna take the lady's clothes. No, she takes the guy's clothes. Yeah. So the guy, the, the cops show up, and they're like, oh, naked white girl. This is suspicious. Weird. We got uh, we got a couple. We got a Mexican couple here. Well, this is Mexico. This is Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a we got a couple here that's got a naked white girl. This is not suspicious at all. And they're like, oh, we we're just trying to help. The fuck. And the cops just being uh, the, the like the stereotypical just shitty people like from the like movie cops. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, I was just arrest she, everybody. She beats their ass. Yeah, murks them all. We then meet the new Sarah Connor of this story, Danny. Is it Danny Reyes? I think Ramos. Ramos. Uh, she is I remember I swear when I watched this the first time when it first came out digitally 
that she was she was like way younger, but she's like I think she supposed to be like the same age Sarah was when uh, Terminator One happens. Yeah, it seems like she's probably in her early twenties, maybe maybe yeah. a little older than Sarah Connor, but she's like in her early twenties, I think. But she lives with her brother and uh, her dad. And I can't remember her brother's name. Oh, God. I can't remember most of these characters' names, to be honest. Diego? It's Diego, yeah, you said Diego. it. Diego. Yeah, and I think he's actually played by an actor named Diego. <laughs> yes, Diego uh, Boneta uh, played Diego. Oh, nice. That's convenient. So, oh, yeah, yeah, and he's kind of lazy. She's got to kind of, like, motivate him. And her dad, uh, you know, he's just he's just hanging out with the dog. And they work at a factory. Uh, they, I'm guessing a car factory. Because they're putting like hoods and stuff on cars, so yeah, I've already I've already figured it out. In this in this reality, um, it's not Cyberdyne; it's actually Tesla that creates Skynet. <laughs> I was I was on I was like, oh, is did you did you see something? I didn't. <laughs> no, I was just looking. I was like, this, so I was sitting there. Okay, I was like, okay, in this fa- in this factory scene, it's like you know they go to work. And they're going to go build these vehicles and they get there and there's a machine in their spot. Yes. Like, oh, no, machines are going to replace this. Like, dude, this has been a thing since in the especially the automotive trade yeah. since like the 80s, 60s, 70s, 70s, I think it's 70s or 80s where robotics have been starting to get entered or maybe 80s, 90s about replacing people's jobs. This is not like a, oh, the relevance today. Like, no, guys, this is <laughs> about 30 <laughs> years late for that one. <laughs> So yeah. Yes. Um, oh, sorry. You have more? No, that was it. Oh, all right. So yes, yeah, so, uh, yeah. They go to work. They notice the machine, like you, like you said. And uh, oh, then then uh, at, right after they leave, this is where we get the appearance of the arrival of the Terminator. And uh, I do like the 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 old, the whole like freezing effect. Like everything around it gets like freezes. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. I noticed. I noticed the teleportation effect was more like. Two, right? Like when they teleport through time or go through time with the orb? Is that two or is that three? They did that. Uh I think three did it. Okay. I still two. thought it looked I good. Remember. It looked yeah, it looked but good. Then, he's even in an odd spot where he gets teleported to do no, He's like in the air. I mean he does the cool, you know, superhero landing. I'm just waiting for Ryan Reynolds to come out and be like, superhero landing. Um but yeah, this is uh Diego Luna as the Rev Nine. He goes up and he uh, likes the shirt this woman's holding because she's like, "What the fuck was that?" And he can just touch things, and it kind of forms to his body. It's like the T one thousand. And but the difference between, he, I think the difference between him and a lot of other Terminators in the past is the fact that like he is very human. Like he can have yes. those normal conversations. Like I think, yes. like uh, Robert Patrick's T one thousand. Like he was able to do that too in a way. But like yeah, this one was. is like this guy could eat. Like he easily blends into every situation he's in. Oh, he's so good at it, dude. Like he jokes. Like yeah. he, he like was joking around with people, and even when he like pretends to be somebody else, he would like he like choked around with these two guys and then just murks them both. And you're like, whoa, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> definitely a very good infiltration unit. That's for sure. Yeah. 
So he and he lands right at the doorstep of the person he's supposed to terminate. Like he lands at the building that Danny lives at. And that's who he's supposed to be going after. And you're like, never in a Terminator movie has the Terminator arrived right outside the door. Like imagine in T1, just Arnold just shows up right at Sarah Connor's apartment. (laughs) Made the fastest movie ever. Just Sarah Connor. And then it's just like. Credits roll. <laughs> None of the sequels happened because that's just how it ends. Um, <laughs> he goes up and unfortunately uh, he meets her dad. He asks where she is and he tells her, and uh, you know, he's gonna die because he shows up to her work and he's going around. And he's asking, you know, if Danny's around and stuff like that. This is where it gets weird because he's like very relatable and like he can joke and kind of blend into things but this was like the most out of place like um interaction that this that the rev nine has like where he he like runs into diego and he's just like where's danny and he's like uh she's talking to the boss like what's up and he's like how long is she gonna be and you're like this just seems really out of place like you're throwing off like diego's like oh this is this is unlike what you would be like and why are you even here (laughs) You forgot yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so Danny shows back up. So Danny has a conversation with her boss about the whole machine thing and the fact that like her brother might be fired. And I guess she's a really good worker because the guy's like, yeah, we're not. He's not you like you're a good worker. He's really not. You know, if we'd have yeah. to get rid of anybody, it's probably going to be him. It's a fair point. It literally doesn't matter, to be honest. Um so yeah, so Danny comes out. She notices her dad, but it's not her dad because it morphs into uh, the Rev Nine. He's got a gun and he tries to shoot. Uh, no, he doesn't morph. He just turns the gun into the bag. Oh, does he still stay the up. dad? Oh, that's right because yeah. because Grace shows up because Grace locates where Danny is and she like go, gets into the building and then just beats the shit like she hits the dad or the dad in quotes. Uh, and he falls and she's like, and Danny's seeing all this and she just thinks like this woman is just <laughs> killing her father. She's like, stop yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And she's got like a post and she's just like bashing him in the head. <laughs> she's <laughs> fucking him up. Hey, whatever works, man. And. Um, yeah, so we get the we get the fight in the factory between Grace and the Rev nine. Um, we get uh, this is where you get the the shoddy VFX. This is it's usually when the Rev Nine is in his human form. Because anytime you see like his exoskeleton, it actually looks good. I like the 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 look of the exoskeleton. I was kind of like a little put off on the the head dip there, where it looks like you got to put like a, you can insert a brain, yeah, which I would think be it's something more spot we, for the jelly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, but he, but yeah, we get the the thing where he's like jumping around. It just it just looks weird. Yeah. He gets he's getting like thrown around by her, and it's it's a cool fight. Just the the, the visual effects are kind of shoddy. Yeah, actually, one thing I didn't point out when I was giving my summary of the film is I actually really enjoyed the fight scenes in this movie and the action scenes in general. Yeah, I thought it was it, some of the best ones since the first two. Yeah, because it wasn't the same fight four times like in Genesis. Like, we got the no. same fight four times. Like, no. Uh, we then get a car chase. So they, so da- uh, Grace gets Danny and Diego. They, uh, they leave. 
and I don't, <laughs> I never, I don't understand how it takes so long for for Grace to tell Danny that her dad's dead. I would have been like, yeah, that's not your dad. He's dead because it, your dad would like he's not able to do it like a quick like pass through. But instead, it's like a conversation even after someone else dies. But they leave. They hop into a an old Ford F one fifty. Right. I want to tell you guys yeah. a little factoid. 81, 87 to 91 Ford pickups. I've driven a lot of them in my day. Several of them with the manual transmissions. They don't reverse that fucking fast. That is a deep reverse, and you will be going like 15 miles an hour tops. When you have that fucker pegged, you will not go that fast. I mean, yes, but also this dump truck. <laughs> yeah, well. The things this dump truck is doing, and it's still able oh, to I drive, is like, hmm, that's questionable. Oh. The yeah. fact that the plow falls off eventually, I'm like, oh, I guess that's a cool little touch. Sure. <laughs> I was like, oh. Uh, but yeah, we get the car chase where they are the they're escaping from the Rev 9, but the Rev 9 catches up. He's got a dump truck. And he just comes plowing through a wall because that's how a dump truck works. <laughs> of course. And yeah, so we get the, the car chase where, you know, uh, uh, there's times where, yeah, they 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 spin around and then they throw it in reverse and they're driving up the off ramp or the on ramp. And the amount of concrete this plow, this plow goes through is unreal. Like this plow is unbelievably strong. <laughs> Where are those plows when they're plowing the snow in the wintertime? No here? shit. What the fuck? They would only have to go up and down once <laughs> for hours. Not here. The city would just run. The city, county would just run out of salt and like you're shut out for the rest of the year. <laughs> At so. least you're a southern state that just doesn't. That just that actually does something about snow. Unlike other southern states that are just like ah snow, shut down the state. Yeah, no, right. Well, we, we get enough. <laughs> we get like if you get like a snowfall and then it's gone in a day anyway. So yeah, yeah. My mom, well, my mom lived in North Carolina. That's what she pretty much told me happens. It did when Atlanta got it when fucking Atlanta shut down. It's like it got like a dusting. I was like, <laughs> "Oh no, the end of the world. <laughs> We're dead. It's over. It's fucking over. Judgment day, day is here. <laughs> day after tomorrow." Oh <laughs> man, we get the cool scene where they're driving away and they got the rebar and the she's got the rebar in the back and she just oh yeah it like a like spear and it like he misses two and then one goes through his chest. So he grabs onto it and, and his liquid form like forms outside of the, the truck onto the hood. And, and, and then his exoskeleton still there driving. I'm like, that is the coolest fucking shot of this entire movie. Dude, is him coming my, through that. That was my thing when we were watching this. I was like, well, I figured out how they wound up what they would one up themselves. Yeah. Like make one unit too. I was like, that's pretty fucking clever. I never would have thought of that. So. I mean, that kind of reminds, I mean, the, one of my favorite scenes from Genesis was the, when the T-1000 does the same thing, he punches the hole in the cop car yeah. and then morphs out to the hood. Like it's the same, pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Like, this one is cool. Yeah. Cause you got the exoskeleton just like, uh, <laughs> I'm still here guys. <laughs> <Don't mind> me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So he, so when he's in liquid form and he gets like shot or beat or whatever, it, it looks like the T-1000. Uh, but what he's wood, he's got the exoskeleton and he gets beat. You can see the exoskeleton underneath, which I thought was a I, I really like the fact that they keep that continuity. That it, oh, yeah, like, the good. way that he react gets when he's being hit and stuff, the reaction is a little bit different between the two. Uh yep. but yeah, so they 
they crash the car. Uh, Danny or Diego gets like a freaking piece of bar through his through his chest. He's gonna die. Pretty much, Grace mm-hmm. is like, you, Danny, you gotta get out of here. He's gonna die. Uh, the Rev Nine hops into a car and drives straight into Diego. Diego just blows up. Yeah, fuck that like, guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fucking brother on a skewer, motherfucker. And they're just like dumbfounded, like, oh shit. And then the Rev 9 comes back out and there he's in he got the 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 metal form and the liquid form together. Yeah, that's cool. That's when it starts uh it starts getting shot, right? Yeah, yeah. Like a car stops. And you see the you get the epic music, and then boom, boom, da, da, and she said, and it pans up, and who is it? It's Sarah Connor. Ba, 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 ba. Ah! And she just starts shooting at it with a really cool. Is that a what is that? A, is that a shotgun? Like what is that? Uh, it's got well, it's got a big old rotary mag. Yeah, I think what cool. it has. To, so instead of instead of you hear the music, instead of her getting pumped by Kyle Reese, she's pumping the shotgun. Mm. Da, 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 yeah. Da, da. yeah. Like, I no felt, babies. I haven't felt a Kyle in me in a while. Yeah. <laughs> like Linda. I mean, Sarah. <laughs> Good Lord, lady. Whoa. Calm the fuck down. Oh, man. Imagine a, imagine a Linda Hamilton, Michael Bean sex scene in 2022. I'm Recreate that I'm, scene. With the music and all the swelling orchestra. They're like, ah, oh, my hips. <laughs> oh yeah it's sorry um <laughs> so yeah she starts shooting at it i like how it's like trying to run towards it and it's just like ah <laughs> yeah it's, it's very determined on its mission oh like yeah terminators tend to be she blasts the uh the, the liquid form falls off the the bridge and then she blasts the the exoskeleton like back into a car with a grenade and then uh She's uh she's got grenades and she drops it onto the liquid version and she goes, I'll be back very casually. And then walks down and and then Grace is like, Well, we're gonna steal her car now. <laughs> I just love her reaction when she notices her car's gonna show. She's like, son of a bitch. Yeah, There's a deleted scene, which I don't even know why they filmed it. There's a deleted scene of her acquiring that station wagon. I'm glad, it, I'm glad it wasn't included. Didn't need to be no, a thing. No, no. I was literally here just going, I'm taking your car. And he's just like, okay. It was the guy who gets out and he starts recording on his phone when everything's cool. happening. You can see him in the in the background in the prior scene. Uh, but then you get the cool scene of the Rev-9 liquid form and the, well, you see the exoskeleton walk into the liquid form. I like how they like mm-hmm. reconnect with each other. And I was like, ooh, that's, that's, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, he's got to get back to his uh, charging base. Yeah. So Grace and Danny are driving away. And this is the this is the like this little piece that I could not stand throughout this entire movie. And it's the fact that she needs this concoction to be injected into her every like hour or she fucking just like uh, and dies. Like it's like. What? I didn't like it. When I did until you learn about it later, and I'm like, 
that kind of doesn't make sense. But so was I, this program new and like why wasn't she sent if she was sent to the past to be a protector and they knew that she wouldn't they send her back with this shit? Well, see, she says some contradicting stuff. Yeah, I don't see why she didn't send it with her. But they said when you're an augment and you fight a rev unit that you literally have to take it out in like minutes or you're fucked because yeah. you burn out. Like your, yeah. your body just burns out like or like you have so much time because it's just overclocks your metabolism and you're, you start eating yourself alive. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. But. Then it, she says later in the movie that like how you beat it is like you don't you just run. It's like then what? maybe that's why she didn't take any with. She's like all right, well I'll sacrifice well, would, myself from there. But if you can't beat it, I don't. That that yeah, and that's the thing. It's like then why? Why are you here? Like, so you're just gonna run forever? Make a difference, I guess. I don't. I don't, I don't understand. We so yeah, she's crashing hard. And Sarah catches up with them because they go into a, a pharmacy and she robs the place and she passes out. And Sarah catches up with them and throws them in the back of her car, her new uh, newly acquired car. And as Grace is like in the state, she you get the like flash forwards <laughs> to the future yeah. of yeah. her escorting a commander. Yeah. Is, is the command is this is this supposed to be like who we think it is? Like who is this I think, commander? I think so. Okay. I think um, I don't know. And uh yeah, she's fighting they're fighting Rev Sevens, which are some of the most terrifying terminators I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Is the literally the the Rev Nine, but they have these weird they have these tentacle things. They come out of their back and they fucking just shoot out and shit. And you're like, whoa! Yeah, yeah they look like more like straight combat units than infiltration yeah. units like the T-800 or the Rev-9 and shit. Yeah, so. and uh, I guess they're a lot easier to kill, too, because uh, Grace shoots one in the head and it's just dead because it's like laying on top of her and she kind of just pushes it off. And you're like, oh, that seemed pretty easy. But I guess I that's guess. why the Rev-9 exists pretty fuck- because it's more advanced and I guess they seem pretty fucking indestructible at first because they're like, yeah. are just like, oh, I'm shooting them. And, and, you know, because they're non main characters, they can't do anything. Yeah. So, yeah, she gets critical. She gets injured pretty bad. And so that's when she, she's like, I, I volunteered to the augment program. And then she wakes up. Yeah. So. Sarah helps her out, too. She puts like ice on her and like and tries to t- get her back to you know, get her back. Cause she wants to ask her a lot of questions. Grace wakes takes up one. and confronts her. She pins her up to the, <laughs> she pins her up to the wall. Takes one of her kidneys just for payment. Like, yeah. When you're in the ice, I took a kidney. Yeah. What are you doing? She tells, and, and this is when Sarah tells her the story, the, the whole history of everything that's happened throughout her life between her being attacked in T1 and then the events of T2 and the fact that John was killed. Uh, and they, she talks about Skynet and they're like, Skynet, what the fuck is that? She's like, it's Legion. Like the, this it's, you know, some guy who created a program and it became sentient and took everything. And I just love Sarah's reaction. Like, these fuckers will never learn. 
Yeah, it's and the like, same it's cool. thing though. I'm like, did somebody look at the like Cyberdyne is just exploding and everything like falls apart? And there's like, they had a good idea. Let's 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 do it again. Well, I see. That's what I wonder. Is is there are some similarities similarities with T two in this movie, but obviously the main the core of the story is it's more like Terminator One. Yeah, because they're not trying to stop Legion. They're just trying to keep Danny alive. Yeah. Well, there were supposed to be sequels of this, so are never happening. Um, but like even when you look at like the Terminators, like when you look at the Rev, the Rev Nine or the Rev Sevens, like the exoskeleton, it looks very similar to the T eight hundreds, like the 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 structural. Yeah, it's like a more modernized T eight hundred, essentially the more alloy alloy look to it. Water. Water heater in the top. You yeah, they got the bowl. They the put stuff. cereal in there. Just yeah, food for <laughs> thought. Weird. Um, <laughs> Where all his Bitcoin goes. But yeah, so they, you know, Danny tells us about Legion and all everything that they're doing, and it's very similar to the events that happen uh, with Skynet. Danny talks about how, like. It started a lot like to be honest, the way that it all starts here is a lot it just seems scarier. Like Judgment Day yeah. is scary because it was literally just uh Skynet became sentient and they just launched all the nukes. Because they well, they launched all the nukes in the US, which in Russia sends their nukes over and then Judgment Day happens. But this one was like all all electricity went. Like electricity just disappeared. So you see like the the girl and then you see the plane crashing because it like loses all the like the yeah. things go on and then then the nukes happened and you're like oh but then you get a very similar scene to uh how kyle was rescued when he was a kid it's just yeah. uh grace as a kid as she's running through and then she gets confronted by uh some some unlikely kids that just wants want whatever she's got Food. but that's where it ends yeah because she doesn't get attacked by a terminator just gets attacked by other people yeah they're driving, uh, they determine, they're driving somewhere and they, Sarah talks about how she gets text messages from an encrypted uh, sender who pretty much gives her coordinates to when Terminator, so I guess Terminators just show up all the time and Sarah is sent coordinates. She then goes to the coordinates, takes care of whatever's sent and then she, and then it's, and then I guess the end of the message is for John. Yeah. But she doesn't know who it's from. And I'm trying to think of the connection between her and what uh Grace talk about. Like it's it's the number tattooed on the side. That's right, the location. So it's Laredo, Texas. So they gotta go there. But they're in Mexico, and Sarah is wanted by a lot of people. By everyone. Pretty much. She's yeah. like, I'm wanted. How many states? Uh I don't know, like all fifty. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. So Danny's like, well, I got an uncle who can help us get over. And they're like, okay, off to go see this guy. They have to then, they have to ride a train before they get there. And that's when we get some more exposition. Yeah, it gets them closer to the border. Yeah. And uh, we get some more exposition here where Grace talks about. Well, at first Sarah's like, you're just me. You're the new version of me. You are the mother of the future. You know, your spawn will become the leader of the resistance, blah, blah, blah. And 
Grace knows she's wrong, but doesn't say anything about it. She's like, yeah. I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later in a more extreme condition here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a more like, inappropriate situation. Like, oh, Thank okay, you. Okay, that's... Um, okay. Uh, yeah, so they they talk on top of the train, and I think this is when Grace tells her about the future and, like, how she, you know, all the shit that she's gone through and all that stuff. Yeah, Danny tells the story of her future. She's just like, listen, I get what you guys are saying, but, like, I am going to fight. I am not going to just sit here and be the damsel in distress, you know, somebody who needs to have their hand held. I am going to fight. If someone's after me, I'm going to stand up for myself, and, you know, whatever happens, happens. And Grace is like, I'm here to fucking protect you. And she's like, you can't even, like, half the time you can't even walk. I like, like, yeah. that. that's actually said, like, I'm here to protect you. She's like, you can't even walk. That was earlier. Uh, we then meet Danny's uncle. Can't remember his name. But uh, Danny is just straight up tells him what's going on. She's like, there's a, there's a robot trying to kill me. And he's like, and then to prove <laughs> what's happening, uh, Grace whoops out, a, what's out, whoops out her switchblade and cuts a fly perfectly in half. And I was like, why did we need that? <laughs> it's just, and that fly just, okay. Believable. Yeah. Uh, the Rev Nine discovers where they're uh discovers where they're going. He goes into like the server room and connects to it. And he calculates it. So this scene was done three times, I believe. So the, I watched all the deleted scenes. There is two other versions of this scene. So one of them is the Rev Nine is kind of in street clothes and he's sitting outside at a like a coffee shop. And he's not doing anything. He doesn't touch his tea or coffee or whatever he's got. And uh, he's doing the same thing. It's all the same scene of him, like, locating him at the train station or where they, they pick up the train. And he just walks away from the table as the woman's like, pay your bill, damn it! And then another one... And then another time. one is when he... Is he, like... I don't know if this is the where the uncle lived. It's... It, it's from outside of a of a house and there's a bunch of dead bodies and you go inside and there's a dead body and blood all over the kitchen. He's just sitting in a chair and he's doing all the commands, like telling him where they are, like what he does when he after he kills the drone uh, pilots, which is like, hmm. I found them. They are, you know, in this location, coordinates, blah, blah, blah. But gotcha. he's just sitting in a chair doing it. And I was just like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm glad they didn't use those scenes. Yeah, exactly. I agree. But yeah, he uh this is when he disguises himself as the woman and then he's like, "Oh, you know, she, uh well, border patrol comes and visits, but they don't bring any donuts." And he's like, "Shut the fuck up." And then just stabs them both. Like, yeah, oh god, it's good. I was like, "Nice, dude." <laughs> okay. GG. And Yeah, he takes uh control of the, the drone. He tells the uh, border patrol where the location is of uh everybody and Oh, also in a deleted scene, the uncle dies. I don't know. I don't think he dies in the movie no, itself. They don't he makes show it. it out. But I guess he, uh, he, he, they get attacked when they're on the boat in the deleted scene. They get attacked from the shore and he gets shot in the back. And no. he just, and he just dies. He falls out of the boat and just floats down the river. Hi, uncle. 
And 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 then literally she grabs the uh, Grace grabs the other guy that was with him and it's just like we mourn later and just throws him. I was like, oh, that that was dark. Okay, but in the but in the movie itself, he's alive when they get arrested. But yet you never see him again. <laughs> Whatever, he's kind of forgettable. Uh, so yeah, so the Rev Nine then crashes the drone when they're just when they're being taken in. He crashes the drone right into the middle of everything. Uh, they still get detained because clearly not everybody died during this thing. Grace just gets tossed every chance she gets. She's yeah. always near the explosions. Yeah. Uh, yeah they're taken to... They're detained. Um, they are like looking at Grace because she's pretty, she's pretty roughed up. And they notice that she's like, what the fuck is going on here? And as they're like discovering what what's uh, under her skin, she wakes up and breaks her cuffs and then beats the shit out of everybody. Yep. I like how she like she brings the guy in and threatens him and he like helps her and they just she just punches him. Same with the woman who's sitting at the desk. Like, uh, uh. Where I think she just asked where Danny is. The Rev Nine shows up. He's outside. This is the I, I like this whole scene where he's going through the uh, metal detector. He's like, I'm going to he's like, it doesn't you know, I can empty my pockets. I'm still going to light this thing up. Like, I'm a living weapon. Yeah. Yeah. I like how he just jokes about that <laughs> and yeah, then walks through like, and it beeps. And he's just like, he's like metal hips. And they're just like, go on ahead. Yeah. Because he's like, no. Yeah. He's his middle hip. He's like got injured in my tour of Afghanistan. Yeah, two blah, tours blah, blah, in blah, Afghanistan. Blah. Yep. Yeah, which it's a good thing to bring up. You're in Texas. Very, you know, Republican army friendly state, military friendly state. So it, it's believable. The Rev 9 knows his audience like that. He's oh, yeah. speaking with He's yeah. very intelligent. Like like you said, he's the most human villain Terminator they've had in any of these movies. So Sarah gets taken in because she is very famous. As, oh, yeah. as she stated before, she's wanted it in all 50 states. So they take her in for special treatment. Oh. And the Rev, uh, Grace looks for Danny. The Rev 9 shows up. Uh, it starts. Grace starts uh, opening all the doors to the, 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 the cages. I'm going to call them cages because that's what they are. They're not cells. Cells. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cells, yeah. cages. It's, a, it's ain't a jail. This is a. I don't I don't know what you would classify this as. But uh yeah, she lets them out in the Rev 9. Um it, it does some weird shit where it like climbs up on the top like a spider. Yeah. Like, climbs on, on the top of the thing, and um Danny runs by this one border patrol woman or the woman that's like that like one of the guards, and she says something to her. I flipped this notebook like four times already. Uh <laughs> She was just like, you need to run. And she's like, what, that thing? And then she gets, immediately dies. It's like, oh, all right. I think, it, I think it was the agent that she was trying to talk to wouldn't listen to <laughs> Right, her. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's who it was. Yeah, because Grace locates Danny and they get the hell out of there. Um, while all this is happening, Sarah uh, beats up everybody that she's with. And, Santa Con, uh... <clears throat> yep. And I... I 
like the scene where the Rev Nine is trying to like he's going towards Danny and all of the Border Patrol officers are like swarming him and he's and he can use his liquid form to form spikes all over his oh, body and just starts like like, as he's like pushing forward. I was like, it's oh, so man. fucking good. He he wow, like uh, out like <laughs> of course I have a fondness for term like Arnold. Uh, in the first movie and the second movie, and then but as the villain, and and then Robert Patrick in the second one. Yeah. But I, I'd say Gabriel Luna's up there. Like he's one of my favorite Terminators. Yeah, like, he was really he's, good. He, he's like one of the favorite, my favorite parts of this whole movie. So they get a chopper. Get to the chopper. And uh, now Danny, Danny wants to make sure that Sarah is saved. So she's like, "I'm not leaving out Sarah," and she's like, "You're gonna die." Because you see that thing? That's the Rev-9. He's going he's gonna to kill us all. And she's like, no, I need Sarah. And then Sarah comes out, and then they save her. And, Dan- and um, the Rev-9 doesn't make it. He, do- he, can't, he can't, can't make the jump. Oh. But, uh, yeah, it, I just like that. Grace is like, you can't do that shit, man. Like, I'm, I'm here to, to, to protect you, and you're putting yourself in harm's way. Mm-hmm. He's like, I wanted to make sure Sarah was okay. And Sarah's just like, yeah, that was kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's okay. like, yeah, you should have left me. <laughs> the Rev Nine. I like that the Rev Nine confront or like goes down. And he's talking to the two um, Texas Rangers. I think that's what these two guys are. I think so too. And he's like, hey, you guys know where I can get a chopper? Like such a random yeah, he pick, question. He, just, he picks up a Southern accent. Yep. And he starts talking. I like it. It's good. <laughs> this is when they finally make it to their coordinates. And it's a cabin in, in the middle of the very wooded Texas, somewhere in Texas. I don't know where all this woods are. Is Te- Texas got a lot of woods? Apparently here it I guess is. so. Uh, anybody uh, who listens, uh, who lives in Texas, is this, uh, is there a lot of wooded area in Texas? I don't know. I'm guaranteed there probably is. I just. Well, I know there's the, the some areas of Texas have those really thick, uh, trees and stuff because that's where the bo- the hogs hide the wild hogs right. and shit yeah. oh yeah so they go up to the front door Sarah uh, they knock on the door and who should walk out but Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sarah sees him and what she's if his like the doorbell does that dun, 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 dun. when you hit the doorbell yeah go ahead so stupid. Uh, she Sorry. when the when he comes out, Sarah is like, "What the fuck?" and goes to shoot him, but she stopped, and she goes a little crazy, and then has to go cool off in the woods. As Danny's just like, "I I get it. I'd be pretty upset too if I just came face to face with the thing that killed my son." That's a fair point. Yeah. This T eight hundred's name is Carl. And he is the, as I said, he is the Terminator from the beginning of this movie who kills John Connor. And um, he's not very subtle about it either. He's, uh, they, they, because they were like, man, you're very, you're very human and you have a family. (laughs) I know it's like Sarah's is like, so what, you got like a Terminator wife and like a robot son, like, (laughs) or kid? It's like, no, I, uh, I met, uh, it's Alicia. You know, her he gives the whole story about how Alicia was abused and he took her in with her kid and stuff like that. He was abused. We met the Nintendo. 
Yeah. <laughs> swipe, swipe, bitch. So yeah, stupid. he pretty much he pretty much states he's like after I killed John, I my mission was was done and I can't go back. I mean, what what is it for me to do? So he pretty much just kind of adapts to being a human, I guess. Yeah, he mentions that the relationship is is non-sexual, not physical, not physical like, which is cool. Yeah, so like how do you how does she or uh how does she not know you weigh 400 pounds? She's not wrong. Um, but listen, not to always bring sexual jokes into this, but I have to say, there could there couldn't be any physical shit going on. I mean, we saw Arnold packing a giant schlong in Terminator One. So you know that these T's, these T eight hundreds were coming, they weren't coming with nothing. They were packing. Hell yeah, they you were just coming. Be, he doesn't have to do anything. You could just be the bottom all the time. And he's strong. He ain't gonna hurt her. He probably he knows control. I just assume he'd fucking. I just assume he'd fucking break her pelvis, dude. Give her the old snoo snoo. (laughs) Fuck, dude. (laughs) 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 You think his jizz? His jizz is just like hot coolant. (laughs) I mentioned Ah, that. I I mentioned that a couple episodes ago. I thought I was like, isn't it? Do you think his jizz is like oil? Oh boy, this will be this will be great for greasing the hinges. (laughs) <laughs> ah this motor has a knock give me about 30 seconds hot 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 she's like what are you doing what are you doing on there she's like, it's like do you want me to change the oil in your car um oh jesus jesus <laughs> so um yeah uh sarah's i think they they're drinking fucking Coronas, Ugh, gross. It's one beer I can't, I can't drink. You can tell this is before the virus. Dude. That shit wouldn't be in movies at that time. If it had, they're still in Fast and Furious movies. That's surprising because how fucking sensitive people are. About Dom Toretto like drinks. That. So he decides he's going to help protect Danny. He's like, you know what? The they knew that this time was coming, so here it is. In a deleted scene, so in this in the movie, according to Carl, um, Alicia and the son don't know his who he truly is. Okay. There is a deleted scene where Alicia talks to Sarah, and she states how she knows everything about Carl. I just I feel they just it it just didn't feel right for them. To have the mm-hmm. fact that she knows, because the whole thing was like he was keeping it a secret. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I got a question. Yeah. On, on a not, somewhat unrelated, but you mentioned Dom Toretto liking Corona. Yeah. Why doesn't he? Why isn't he the spokesperson for Olive Garden? Because when you're there, you're family. <laughs> <laughs> Olive Garden. I know you've been going through some rough times. So many Olive Gardens have gone. Have just gone away. The one Olive Garden I used to go to is not even there anymore. But like Olive Garden, I know you're going through some tough times, but I bet you if you got Vin Diesel to come in holding a as Dom Dom Toretto from the Fast and Furious (laughs) movies and just and did your commercials, I feel like more people would probably go. (laughs) 
Oh, so yes. Stupid. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Back to Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah is just not about this. She has wants nothing to do with this guy. You know, I mean, I, I get everything she's feeling is like this thing. Literally, I watched it kill my kid. Like, I probably feel the same way. Or I would have tried to kill him already. I mean, she does shoot him a couple times. I like he's just like, well, this is going to be hard to to explain to Alicia. He's like, oh, yeah, because then she shows up and he's like, I got to go help her with groceries. And he just throws on a flannel shirt over the bullet. (laughs) Nobody does anything about the casings on the ground. No, no, the house is going to stink like gunpowder. What? (laughs) He got shot. No, 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 no. I was like, and it would be smoky in there, wouldn't it? Wouldn't you get some? Would you get some? Oh, I guess all I'd have to say, because he's a big gun guy, he could just say, like, oh, I was just cleaning some of my guns. Yeah, it's like I had a misfired. Sorry. So it happens with age. It's fair. Sarah, uh, so they got a big plan. They leave. Sarah's going to meet up with someone who's going to give <laughs> give them an EMP, because that is what is going to help destroy or help slow down the Rev-9 because the EMP will like disrupt. Yeah, they said the, if it was close enough to him, it would kill him. If it yeah, went all. make him weak. Uh, as the exchange is happening, the Rev-9 shows up in a helicopter, of course, because he does ask for one earlier, and he shoots the Major. And... Uh, and then we, yeah, we get a, a scene where they're driving in a Carl's van. He's a, he does drapes and he's talking earlier. He was talking to Danny about the perfect drapes. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a mom wanted to get these boring ass drapes. And I said, nah, 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 you do this for little girls with their drapes. I love how serious is. I said, don't do it. And he's yeah. like all serious. <laughs> he's like, you like, get God. them bunnies or flowers or butterflies. Yeah, I was like, thank you. That's what I like about this scene, because he plays it so fucking serious. Yeah. It's like He's, just he's very it. serious about the drinks. <laughs> uh, so they... So they get on the, this massive plane, and of course, Grace can fly it. And uh, Carl uh, Carl's van gets thrown at the Rev-9 and gets knocked off the plane. And... They so they fly, and this is when you get the more exposition where Grace tells Danny that no, you don't have a kid that is the resi- uh, that becomes the leader of the resistance. You're the leader of the resistance. You saved me, and I was like, oh well, that's a that's a cool little I, I, like I like how it it's not playing the same game. It's it's literally like it's not your kid, it's you. Like mm-hmm. and I feel like that's when people in this in the fucking theaters are just going, Woke, it's so woke. And you're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop looking for shit in movies. Just oh, fucking sit God. down and enjoy it, dude. Woman can't like women can't do anything, clearly. According to the, the those people in the crowd just yelling, Woke. <laughs> I wasn't one of those people. I didn't see this in theaters. Um Grace tells oh yeah I just said that uh, yeah she tells her she's the, the leader of the future and then the Rev-9 attacks because he takes control of the refueling plane and just crashes it into the plane that they're flying 
He just takes out the two fighter pilot, the fighter jets, and then just fucking blah 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 blah. And he and he morphs his way outside of the plane so that he can attach himself onto the plane they're on. I'm like, damn. Slow down, bro. Good lord. This is where the CG gets a little shoddy again. This fight mm-hmm. scene inside the plane, uh, where everybody's flying around forty-five times. Um. But yeah, the I like the anytime Arnold and the Rev Nine are fighting, I always like that, you know, because it's 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 the old and busted versus the the new hotness. I can't remember. Yeah, but the what the fuck the movie is that from? I don't know. But I like the I don't know the movie. But I like like I said the the fight scenes between the machines or even uh, Mackenzie when she's kind of augmented, they're they're fun. Like I think they're enjoyable, frantic. There's a lot going on. Uh, I I, just, I think they're very enjoyable. Yeah. This whole set pieces, though, the whole planes, that just, I know we literally, I'm bringing this up for a third time. I just screams fast and furious. Oh, absolutely. This, this, uh, very similar scene in the 2017 Mummy with Tom Cruise, too. I don't know if you've seen yeah. that. I have it, but it also makes me think of, uh, Uncharted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Something we have talked about on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so you get the whole fight. Um, they, Grace throws Danny into the Humvee because uh, it's got a parachute. Uh, also, Sarah gets in yeah. it too, and Danny just kind of holds on. So they escape, and the plane goes down with uh, Carl and the Rev Nine, which then crashes into the river. They do a pretty cool fight scene in the water, and but the Rev Nine gets gets the upper hand, rips off. Uh, Carl's arm and then kind of just pins him to the floor of the river and then says bye Deuces. Uh, Grace Grace uh, activates the parachute on the Humvee but it's going too fast and then it crashes into the side of the dam that's right mm-hmm. above the part of the river that the Rev 9 and Carl landed it's crazy how close they were uh, and it's like just hanging there and it's like up against the the the, the dam and the water's pouring mm-hmm. on top of them. And this is uh this is where my notes end, so I gotta fucking remember this on the top of my head. So the Rev 9 gets gets out of the river, locates where Danny is, so he goes towards them. Sarah um Sarah oh no, he they cut the um the Humvee ends up falling into the river mm-hmm. and they, uh, Sarah, they ball up the, the parachute and Sarah says, when he comes through, you, you throw it at him and it kind of will get them all wrapped up in it. And he Maybe gets wrapped up. Away. Yeah. He gets yeah. wrapped up in the parachute and they both escape from the Humvee. And it's funny because when he gets wrapped up in the, in the, in the uh, parachute, he like floats away really fast. He's just like, that current is carrying him. But like Sarah and Danny make it out of the same part of the river and they don't go very far. They're just like, oh, oh, hey, guys. Yeah, the water seems <laughs> relatively calm compared oh, to what we just crazy what just happened. It must be really down ago. low. <laughs> so they get out and Grace is there and Grace is not having a rough is not having a good time. She's like, oh, I'm half dead. And then Carl makes an epic entrance as he comes out of the water. He's missing his arm, by the way. Yeah, he has his arm. But he can see that they're below, 
and he does a cool little skid down the side of the dam and he's like, what's up? Hey, I got your juice. Give me that cheek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though shoots Dave, her up. Grace shoots her up. Grace shoots herself up. Um, yeah, I know. So they go, they're like, we can't get in the door. And Arnold's just like, I got it. And he just breaks the door down, goes inside. And this is when we get the final oh. confrontation. I called this, by the way. We were like, I knew the movie was getting close to being over. And by the way, I did not pay attention to the time at all when watching this movie. So I was not aware of how long the film was taking, but it, it I felt it went by a pretty good. Yeah, take. it was a little over two hours. Yeah, yeah it, it went good. But anyway, this scene, like, I was like, okay, we're getting to the end. They got to be getting to the end. And I was like, wait, this is a damn. I know how they're going to kill him. And from one point, I'm like, when are they going to introduce the fucking magnets? Because there's always fucking magnets in these <laughs> movies. This one not being in this movie, just this. Boy. No, but no. I, I was like, this is a generator. I was like, I was like, this is a damn. They're going to use the fucking turbine engines. And sure as shit, that's what you were yeah. about to say. So, yeah, they go in here and there's a bunch of turbines. And uh, this is when they. I like this final confrontation because the Rev 9 not just a robot like he's actually talking. He's like, just give her to me like. Like, let's just I don't like it doesn't have to it doesn't have to go any farther than this. If you just give her to me, we can end this now. And he's like, we're not giving her to you. So it's just interesting that he tried to reason like that. Yeah, he he had it. And he's like, just listen, just. Yeah. Which is, I thought was a very interesting choice. Is it almost like made his character more human because he knew he could have killed him realistically. Oh yeah, and he's just like, so I don't need this stress. Yeah, <laughs> so they they fight. Um, you get the separation. You get the separation again, where the liquid and the solid form separate. Uh, you have, um them fighting like two of them are fighting one and one's fighting the other and like Sarah blasts the the exoskeleton up onto like a a catwalk above Mm -hmm. and they're fighting the liquid form and they then um, they end up forming back together because he gets the upper hand he throws them around a little bit and they Carl gets I'm trying to remember the, the 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 order of events. So I think so Grace and Grace and Carl shove his head into the turbine, right? And then he gets sucked yeah. in. And then Grace um saves Carl. He pulls Carl out. Or she pulls Carl he, out of the turbine. Yeah, but he gets kind of fucked up. Oh also. yeah, he gets he gets pretty fucked up. And he gets like he pretty much like somewhat gets deactivated. And Grace is in fucking rough shape too. She gets stabbed. The turbine, yeah, the turbine later. explodes. Yeah, too. Yeah, it, which then she got stabbed from the, and then she got fucked up from the explosion, which then causes uh, her to be dying. She's like, the only way you're gonna kill him, you got to take my power source out. There's my issue. The power source. Why would you need that? Outside of like, because you have machine and like human fiber. Like, to some extent, your own muscles would operate on that. But the mechanical part has a power source. Why do you need that? Why would you crash? Why would it peak your meta- your metabolism? That part bothered me a lot. Like, because they're like, oh, here's this uh, MacGuffin that's going to fuck her up. But mm-hmm. we'll just like, oh, no, she's got a power source. Like, okay, why not? Right. So... Yeah, so the turbine explodes. 
and the uh, Grace has to she sacrifices herself. Uh, Danny takes out the power source, and they notice that the Rev Nine comes out. And he's I, I like the final form where oh, it's yeah. like it's the metal exoskeleton, but he's still got some of the liquid, but the liquid doesn't form anymore, and it's just like yeah. And the skeleton's clearly fucked up. Oh yeah, like he's like missing fingers and shit, and like he's like bad. He can't barely he can't move all that well. Like he's right. just fucked up. And uh, it's going towards Danny to kill her, and that's when Sarah finally is like, "All right, Carl, you gotta wake the fuck up and help." And it's like right at the last second. It's always how it's gotta be. It's like right before the the Rev Nine gets to Danny, Carl wakes up, grabs onto the Rev Nine, and just drags him over uh, to this pit that ex- puts out a lot of, or it's just got spikes. I don't know what the hell this pit, the purpose of this pit is. But he grabs him, he throws both, they both uh, fall into the pit. And I just love the fact that like the Rev Knight's trying to get up and Carl's just holding him down. So and, this, did we talk about the, that she already stabbed the power oh, yeah, she shat, yeah, she put the power source into his eye and that's when Carl grabs. Um, oh yeah, because the, the Rev Knight does, gra- uh, does grab her and pins her and is killing her. And that's when Sarah's like, Carl, wake the fuck up. And yeah, she stabs it in the eye. Carl grabs it, throws it into the pit. And uh, the Rev Knight's trying to get up and stuff before everything happens. And uh, Carl's holding it down. And then the reactor goes off and it like fuses them to the floor. I hate this fucking ending. It's so stupid. Really? Yeah. Here's my problem, dude. This is my biggest problem. Like, I know it's for dramatic effect. That's all this is. It's all fucking Schwarzenegger deactivating for the eighth trillionth time in these fucking movies. I do like the. I do like the. I like the old school uh, vision that he has, like the yeah, like that old red with the the classic text on it and stuff. Yeah, I like that when they show that was cool. But my problem was, is it's like, all right, let's make this moment dramatic. Of course, you know, she took the power core out of what's her name. And all she's got, oh, the idea was it'll make enough AMP or whatever to, to fry his neural network. Like, you just, so yeah. she stabs him in the eye, and it takes 20 minutes, not really, but it takes a long fucking time when it should have just went into his eye. The dude, like, like start freaking out, and Schwarzenegger, all I had to do is, like, throw him down in the pit. Boom, done, we're good, we're solid. He can go back home to his family, or, yeah. be like, you know, you can kill me, Connor, if you want to, and then she wouldn't. And let him go home with his family. Whatever. That's how it should have played out. And if you want to kill Schwarzenegger, kill him off earlier in the fucking movie. Because yeah. either way is fine with me. But don't make this bullshit situation like where it's got to be like sacrifice. Yeah, it's like he's taking forever, twenty billion years to die. <laughs> but I'm gonna make this sacrifice like I always fucking do. And it's just that's why I hated the ending. It was so fucking predictable and by the book. Mm-hmm. And 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 the its only reason it's that long is to draw out this quote unquote ultimate sacrifice. That's why I don't like it. I I agree with you. You've seen it too much part. in this franchise. Yeah. When you when you do it again, like I said, if if you want to, if you want it to be like, all right, I hate this to be the movie that I'm quoting for this. But if you want to be like an ultimate sacrifice thing, have Arnold like. You know, whatever, like fall down the pit with what, uh, you know, grab the Rev 9 after he gets in his eye. He starts stumbling back. He like grabs him and like they fall in the pit or whatever. 
And then you could do a thing from like three. And he's like, you've been terminated and just smashes the thing into his fucking eye and then just have it blow up and kill them both. Don't draw this whole thing. Like, they're melting. Oh, God. What? No. And, or just have him get fucking killed <laughs> earlier melting. in the movie. I don't care. I don't care that Arnold died. Yeah. I really don't. Like, you know, he's done billions of times before in these movies. It's just the way it was done was just senselessly drug out. It's like, dude, you're this is done before. You're not doing anything new or creative. Outside of Danny, like offering, not Danny, but uh, Grace offering up her. Take my power supply. I must die like Kyle Reese. I can't exist in this timeline. I don't know why I sounded kind of like Bane there for a minute. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so. It's uh, it's 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 over. Dan, uh, Danny and Sarah. Uh, it's sometime later. They see Grace as a kid with her parents at the park, and then Danny um, gets. They get into a cool jeep and they talk about you know it's not over. You know it's just beginning type deal. And you're like, oh, sequels? And they're like, nah. <laughs> this didn't make enough money. And uh, yeah, they drive away. And it was also the fact that like in, earlier in the film, Danny told Grace that she doesn't know how to drive. And uh, so now she's driving and you're like, oh, that's cool. a manual a transmission on mm-hmm. top of that. There was no credit. There was no after credit scenes, no mid credit scenes for this one. Yeah, we, we looked for him this time. I was yeah. like, oh, we better check. No. So but that's it. That is Terminator Dark Fate. And that is the end. As of right now, that is the end of the Terminator franchise. Uh, there is a TV show called Terminator. I think it's just called the Sarah Connor, Sarah Connor Chronicles. And I'd like to talk about that someday. Maybe I'll just do that like on my own. Maybe we'll do, I'll do like a TikTok reviews or little YouTube short reviews on the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Cause I've kind of been since watching all six of these movies, I've been intrigued to see what the show is and if it's any good. I know there's only like two seasons of it. Uh, but it's got a good cast. I think it's got Lena Headey, uh, who was in who's in Game of Thrones, and she was in uh, the uh, the Dread movie. So I've been I've been intrigued to see that movie. But that's it. That is six weeks of Terminator is finally over. It was a it was a wild ride. But next week for episode sixty seven. We're doing something a little bit different in a movie. I'm actually really excited to talk about because I've actually never seen this movie. And uh, I, when Dan came to me and, and asked me to do, uh, if, if I wanted to do this movie, I would, I was a hundred percent on board as soon as I read the message and I instantly got shutter because I found that they had this movie on there and a lot of other movies that I'd like to talk about on the show. We're going to be talking about the 1985 horror flick reanimator starring jeffrey combs as the infamous dr herbert west i'm very excited to watch this movie very very excited never seen it i did watch the kill count though so i do know the premise of this movie i did watch the kill count on uh, dead me of this movie but i uh jeffrey combs i've i've i'm very intrigued i've heard he's fantastic in this movie I've never seen it either. Oh, well, here we go. This is going to be exciting. Uh, I have, yeah, I have a request in the future. Okay, because we did this with Jaws. Uh huh. We should at some point cover the 
pseudo sequel to Terminator that was released only in Italy. <laughs> what is that? It's called Shocking Dark. It was actually it was actually it's actually more of a it's more of a ripoff sequel. It was made in 1989, so it was before Terminator 2. But it was published in other countries as Terminator 2, even though it's more of an alien ripoff. Shocking. Uh, Italy, they had a few of these like pseudo sequel things back from Italy and uh, back in the day from Italy, like so <laughs> the old the old zombie movie called Zombie was marketed as a direct sequel to Dawn of the Dead. Even though it wasn't, but it was billed as even the movie was made as such. So when you type in Shocking Dark into IMDb, it pops up Terminator 2 from 1989. Yep, that's the one. Directed by Shocking. Bruno Mattei. Yep, that's the one. Oh my god. They legit called it Terminator 2. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, next week we're talking about Reanimator. I'm very excited to do this episode. Um, I'm very excited to venture into some movies. I'd like to do some movies that either we all haven't seen or maybe just most of us haven't seen on the show. Uh, it makes it makes I, I, I don't know. I just like the, the whole fact that we're going in, you know, fresh and, uh, yeah, and doing yeah. something. And, and to be honest, after doing the last two franchises, I'm kind of in the mood to not do a, a big franchise for for a little bit. Maybe take a yeah. month or so off of, of doing major franchises. And then uh, probably like sip. Now well, we'll say, I mean, well, no, October we ain't doing franchise because we'd be doing that's spooky Halloween. time. We got to yeah. do our we got to do our Halloween or 2022 Halloween movies, um, mm. which I'm excited about. But reanimator next week. Uh, and I have an idea for an episode after that, but I'm not going to mention it here. I gotta talk to my co-hosts and see if they're down for it, and then we'll announce it next week. Uh, for uh, when we talk about reanimator, but I'm very excited. Uh, oh, before we go, we do have some com people left some comments. Like I said, I oh, leave, good. I do, I tweet out what uh, the everybody thought of this movie of Terminator Dark Fate, and these are the responses. So thank you to everybody who responded. Can We're going to start with, yes, go ahead. They're all bad. Uh, n most of them. Okay, fair enough. Thank you for the comments, though. Not nothing wrong yes. with you if you didn't like it. It's totally cool. So our first comment is from Ty, the blockbuster guy. He said, I hate this movie so much. I checked I out like after the first 15 minutes. I love his name, though. Yes. It's a dope it name. It's a very cool name. Uh, he, uh, I'm going to shout him out because he does have a podcast of his own. Uh, let me try to remember the name of his podcast. Uh, the pulp cult, uh, uh, the pulp culture movie podcast. So if you want to check out his podcast, that's what it is. Uh, our next one is from Give Me Back My Action slash Horror Movies. Said hated it. Also, it's too much to type on Twitter, but I've managed to fix the worst part of this movie. <laughs> okay, a, fair enough. A, I'm curious what that would be. You should email us. Do we have an email? We do. If you want to email us anything, well. You know, no, yeah, reason. appropriate stuff. If uh, you actually you, make biscuits and gravy, just yeah, don't, it's just a joke. Don't yeah. actually do that. <laughs> but if you want to email us, you know, recommendations on what you would like to see on the show, if you want to email us, you know, when we're talking about a movie, if instead of tweeting, you know, if you don't have Twitter, uh, you can always email us. Uh, like I said, we announce what, what movie we're doing uh, beforehand. So 
you guys can uh, email us at dissectthatfilm at gmail.com. It'll be in the description. It'll actually, it's in the link tree. Uh, so you just click the link tree and the email will be there. Our next comment is from Podcast in the Woods. It says it pales in comparison to T1, which is uh, their favorite, and T2, but it does have some fun action and some good ideas. Plus, Linda Hamilton is amazing. That is true. They couldn't That's capture fair. the magic of the past, and at this point, it's apparent nothing really will. You are 100% correct on that. Yep. Uh, our next one is from Two Idiots and a Dog. Dark Fate is my third favorite Terminator film. I really enjoy it, and I like a lot of what they did. The concept of breaking Terminator away from John Connor appealed to me even more so after the abomination of Genesis. It's not perfect by any means, but I love it. I, I agree with that statement. Uh, it also has my favorite model of Terminator and my favorite future protector. Mm-hmm. I, I, To be honest, you know, as we were talking about, the Rev is really cool. It's, it's really a really cool. cool Terminator. And Diego Luna... I think or not it. Diego Luna, Gabriel Luna. No. Or no, I don't even. Fuck, is that his name? It's Gabriel. Yes, Gabriel Luna. Sorry, Daniel Luna. Is that the guy from fucking Solo? I don't know. Um, he did a great job. The his performance is fantastic, and it makes that character even better. Mm-hmm. Our next one is from Epic Film Guys. Hey, the best Terminator guys. sequel since T two, <laughs> and I was like, hey, that's that is literally the quote that's on Terminator Genesis. On the they front cover, that. they're ghost. They're like ghost shadow writing, ghost writing. That's that's them. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Well, know. Let's see. I don't. Who, who made that quote? Let's shout them out. Uh, so on the cover of Terminator Genesis, it's that exact quote: "The best Terminator since." Well, this one says the best Terminator. He he put the best Terminator sequel. Uh, but it's from uh, Mark Hughes from Forbes Magazine. So, so that's secretly him. So I guess the that's wrong box so, the wrong movie. So okay. Justin. From Epic Film Guys is secretly Mark Hughes from Forbes. I'm on to you, Justin. I'm on to you. Somebody left us their review on Letterbox. It's not very long, but they give him a, th- a three and a half stars. And it says maybe the bar was set really low. Oh, sorry. This is from uh, Jojo Fett 16 on Twitter. Uh, maybe the bar was set really low, but I ended up liking this way more than I thought I would. Mackenzie Davis was really good, and I liked her physicality. Arnold and Linda may have been slightly underused, but it's always nice to see old friends. Unfortunately, Danny doesn't leave much of an impression, and the Rev 9 was visually interesting, but the actor was too cute. Okay, fair okay. point. All right, all right. I would I say he's I, a handsome man. I so think you gave fair. I think you gave this movie a higher rating than I did on uh, Letterbox. Nice. If anybody wants to know what so I have a letterbox, it's under dissect that film. I, you know, I do, I've been watching a lot of movies, not for the podcast, uh, that I, anytime I watch a movie, I put a review on there. Um, I've watched a crap ton of review or I watched a bunch of movies over the weekend. Um, since we were recording a little later, um, I was able to watch other stuff. Um, and, uh, so if you want to know my personal reviews on movies that we're not covering on the show, um, my letterbox is under dissect that film. So just type that in and you should be able to get to my, my really subpar, uh, reviews. Robots Don't Age podcast said Dark Fate absolutely fucks. <laughs> I like this one. Thank you. That's, <laughs> managed, this is my kind of guy. Or girl, it manages person, to do what most of the films failed to do, and that's making it feel like a proper Terminator flick. I loved it so much. I love the fact that you just started out with Dark Fate absolutely fucks. I love it. That's I proper. I like love that. It. That's good. Our final one is from Johnny Browning. Johnny Blue. Hey. 
It was okay, but still just took T2 and twisted stuff around and added a few pinches of things in from T3 to try and keep milking life out of a franchise that was already done. I I agree. I agree. I think they just they're they were they're reaching. They're reaching too far. And um yeah, I'm kind I'm just you know what? I, if they make one in the future, I hope they just it's something original. I mean, there's not I mean, I guess you can't be super original, but I hope it's it has nothing to do with Sarah or John or Kyle or anything. It's its own thing just incorporated within the Terminator franchise. Wait 10 or 15 years and give it to like some aspiring up and coming director and learn to do I mean, something different. Who knows if we will just get a straight up remake of the original Terminator. Like I'm surprised that there. hasn't, but it, I think it's just on such a, a pedestal that people just, it's one of those like, we don't dare to touch this. Mm-hmm. It's just too good. Hey everybody. I'm uh it's future me again. Um, I'm here to, to read one last thing uh, from somebody who left us a comment. It's more of a, a thread on Twitter about Terminator Dark Fate from our good friend Michael Howe, who left us the big thread last week for Terminator Genesis review. And uh, he left us a nice review uh, of a nice thread, I should say, of uh, his thoughts on this movie. And I, I felt I had to include it into here, even if he was a little bit late to the... Uh, the response but that's okay that's one that's what the, the the whole joy of editing is so michael howe he starts off with dark fate is marginally better than genesis but at this point in the history of the terminator franchise the series doesn't have much to do to do to go on Jeez, words are hard except the template of previous films it really feels like a case of too little too late and how it was received if the studio system post cameron hadn't got so hooked on the idea that arnold is the key this could have been a pretty interesting take instead of T3 all those years ago. T3. Oof. At least Linda Hamilton wouldn't sound like she's sneering out every other line for the camera. A big issue I have in this film really could have given more regarding Danny Ramos and Grace. It made me wonder recently, what if this could have just been Danny and Grace against the Rev-9? Unfortunately, the filmmaker needs the familiar touchdowns for the older fans. I can I can kind of agree to that. You know, I, I feel it would, it would have felt a little bit more original in a way. We would have gotten a different story even instead of it just being about Sarah and, you know, having to have Sarah. And then, of course, Arnold, like, I feel like Arnold's just been shoehorned into most of these movies. Uh, Grace is the most interesting human character I've seen in one of these films since T2, uh, Shades of Kyle Reese. But the film really dropped the ball with exploring what really augmented was like. Uh, being augmented was like plus the film feels like it's desperately wants to make Danny and Grace a couple I I don't know if I agree with that one I don't I didn't really get that feeling in this but hey that's that's the the great thing about interpretations uh the Rev 9 is definitely more formidable than John in the last film but does show it that at this point these future Terminators are way too powerful for humanity to defeat I agree wholeheartedly it's like what can we just make the, it just gets to the point where it's like, I mean, the whole thing was like, we don't fight these, we run. And it's like, well, what the fuck is the point then? <laughs> uh, plus the film can't move beyond the need for Arnold to strike the final blow, which we stated in the review. Uh, I do feel what makes Terminator films a chore to watch in the last few decades has been the termination of no fate, but what we make that Cameron had. Every film post Cameron just tells us that all the struggles in these films it just leads to a never-ending battle. 
at the end of these films, Skynet, or in this case, Legion, still exists, and the timeline just keeps getting pushed back. It's like Sisyphus. If one could believe humanity could win, maybe I'd enjoy it more, but even the open end of this film feels like it really isn't over. Michael, thank you so much for the huge comment. Uh, I love you know, getting these detailed thoughts on the movie. Uh, seriously, thank you very much. All right, back to the show. But thank you to everybody who commented on that. We're going to be, like I said, we're doing Reanimator next week, and uh, I will put out a tweet on that. And I guarantee with the amount of horror fanatics that I follow on Twitter and all that, the horror community is vibrant on Twitter. So I'm, I'm guessing, I'm, I'm hoping we get a lot of responses for Reanimator next week. But before we get this, it's, someday our episodes won't be two hours long. But your fault. I guess I talk a lot, so yes. sorry. But thank you to everybody who downloads the show. We've been in yes. crazy numbers on uh, the podcast feed, uh, which is just unreal. We're, we're almost to 5,000 downloads of the show. Jesus, already? We, I swear to God, like last week, we just hit 4,000. So Was uh, it really our it's it's crazy. I mean, let me let me it's check nuts, the numbers dude. real quick. Yeah, we're we're inching closer. We're less than two hundred downloads away from five thousand. Damn, thanks. It's guys. wild. It's wild. People listen YouTube. to this fucking shit. What the yeah, hell? you guys are you guys are wild. The fact that people look at it and they go two hours. Do I want to listen to these guys talk for two hours? You know, the and statement, you do. You know, no kid, no kid. You know the statement of like standing on your soapbox and you know just shouting yeah. whatever to the world that's yeah. what i feel this is yeah but it's me in like a desolate alley yelling in a dual corner it's like that's all i thought this was <laughs> like you guys were there too but you're yeah. behind me so as i yell into this corner yeah. so i mean when i listens to this. when we started the show it was it was just like yeah i feel like it's just gonna be me and whoever i'm talking to and that's the only people who are gonna hear it it's just me and the person i'm talking to like no one's gonna, oh, no one's gonna listen to this and we have people listen to the show which is wild yes. thank you so Very much humbling. i can't yes. express how much i appreciate everybody who you know watches the show on youtube which you know our numbers are you know it's like i like i always say when it comes to the youtube like it's for i it, to be honest it doesn't matter how many views we get on youtube you know it's it's for the people who like to watch podcasts instead of just listening to them and you know it's there I want to make it accessible to, you know, anybody. Um, so, so thank you very much. Yes. Thank you. It's and, uh, it, it, it it's going to be great. We're going to have Angela back for the next episode. Hopefully she recovers. Hopefully Dan will be, you know, won't be oh, wow, dead for the, cause, <laughs> cause it's less than a week. We would record. Hopefully we'll be recording our next episode. Hopefully Dan isn't the one. Who has to sit it out? Because I, you know, that would be that'd be very upsetting. We don't want Dan to be out too. No, Dan's the one who recommended this movie. I know <laughs> we can't have him out. Fucking goes. <laughs> oh, hey, when we when Angel's back on, we should let her air her opinions about this movie. Since she didn't or, make it to this one. Yeah, no, that's fine. No, that works. Yeah, you know, just fuck it. Just don't let her do it at all. No, just fuck it. No, I was thinking. I was <laughs> like, maybe she could like record something. And then just send it hey. to me, and I can add it to the end of the video. Anybody watching the video just saw that shit. Hey, there she is. You made an appearance twice. You missed it earlier. Send, <laughs> send Angela and 
and Dan and and all the the, the whole family over there, you know, to get well soon because you know COVID decided to show up to mm-hmm. in, to their house again, second time for second the second time, time in, in 2022. And uh, <laughs> I got a story about that. I'm gonna tell so, this podcast. So. Yeah. But before, oh, uh, all the all the links. Sorry, dissect that film is on everything. Just go down to the description. There's a link tree down there. It literally has every link that you possibly need. It's got our merch store. It's got all of the podcast uh, places. It's available somewhat. Uh, and uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. I'm trying to get some clips from every uh, podcast as a clip. I'm trying to get clips of every from every podcast that we do. I got to go back and do some old ones uh, that I like to post on TikTok. I do YouTube shorts. I've been trying to put more content out there for all of you people. Um, trying to get some stuff out early so you guys kind of get like previews of upcoming episodes. It's it's me, guys. I'm trying my best. <laughs> he does all best. the work. He legitimately does. So give Parker the love. So, yeah, all of the links for uh, dissect that film for DNA gaming. Uh, all of my links they're gonna be down in the description. Uh, make sure if you want to uh, send us an email or anything. Um, that's going to be down in the link tree as well. And, and yeah, I want to thank Dan for, uh, for being here, uh, for, for stepping in. Um, it was, it was kind of a, a toss up if we were going to get this episode out this week. Cause you know, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to push too hard, but I, you know, I figured oh, I'd ask fair. and Dan said, I'd do it. So, mm-hmm. and Angela made the sacrifice of, of deciding to, to sit this one out. Um, and we appreciate her very much. Thank you, Angela. We love you. You would not believe the amount of shit he's talking about you right now. She won't believe you. <laughs> no, he said he shouted and said thank you for being awesome. All right, everybody. Until next time, I am Brett Parker. And you know what? I'm going to say it. That's DNA Gaming. She's off screen, but she's there. We are Dissected Film, and this has been the Dissected Film Podcast, episode 66. See you next time. Bye-bye.